Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Off the Gridiron with Cheese and Darth. My name is Darth, and to the right of me, my longtime buddy, my pal, Cheese. How you doing? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. I'm just not excited for this off season already. I know it's it's already the off season. It doesn't seem like it's been that long since we talked about first kickoff and everything, and and what expectations and everything were for the season. And now we've got a Super Bowl champ, and it's time to uh, kick that season out the door and honestly start looking in towards the next season. I yeah. mean, this is the beginning stages of the 2023 season. I know. We got to oh, grab we, the book. We got, we got to grab that book. Where's that fucking book at? I thought we had the book. The book. Where the fuck book at? I know. We started this without the book. I know. We're not <laughs> professionally prepared for this right now. This is always a professional uh, oh, there it is. Uh, put it. segment and everything from our kodak rage channel oh there the it book is. we found the book the book the we started book. year one and finished off year two and then it's officially done oh god i don't know if i'm gonna look at these uh well i'm kind of excited because well, I, I almost i almost was you right. got close you got close i <laughs> know i wasn't close but i did win the uh the season like i think it was kind of reversed from last year how i got more of last year's in the season while you got more of the wins and then yeah yeah that's what it was because yeah that yeah because you were pretty damn accurate on the goddamn uh yeah. projections in the beginning of last year's yeah uh how do i type this in to get all the fucking what are you looking for all of that <laughs> <laughs> so i'll tell you this the afc west uh i won't say it was the strongest division but it had the NFL champion in it, the Kansas City Chiefs. So I don't know how you would rank that as strongest division, but I would honestly put NFC East as possibly the strongest division this year. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Like overall. Mm-hmm. If, if you could agree with that. Yeah, NFC East was strong. Super Bowl, you had uh, Bengals, Chargers from uh, Bengals from AFC. I had Chargers from AFC. You were closer. We I both had teams close. in the playoffs, I will say that. Though. Yeah, but mine went further. <laughs> well, you know what? I had a lot of hopes on them, but Keenan Allen ended up getting injured. Second fucking week of the season. <laughs> was out all fucking year. I won't get on to that. But anyway, uh, <clears throat> biggest improvement playoff team. We both picked Chargers, and you know that kind of was the case. Uh, honestly, you sh I'd say the biggest improvement playoff team, AFC. Uh, I don't know. I'd say Jacksonville. On what? In AFC, the biggest improvement playoff team, I would say Jacksonville. Because Jacksonville did win their playoff game. Yeah, I would give it to Jacksonville. Because, yeah, they did sneak out of nowhere and have a nine-game winning streak and then get into the playoffs and win the first playoff game. Yeah, I would say it had to be them. And then biggest disappointment, you said the Chiefs. Yeah, I thought... So you I, got I thought, close on something, but, yeah. but I picked Patriots. The Patriots were kind of kind of what they were last year. They weren't really phenomenal last year, but they impressed us by getting into the playoffs. So but who, this year they didn't make it. So who was your uh, disappointments for actual an actual now? What's AFC disappointment? I would say Las Vegas. Yeah, I'll say Vegas. Denver. Um, I would, yeah, I would. You know what? Mine would be Denver. Denver would be a big disappointment because they really had big high hopes for Russell Wilson, and guess what he finished? Yeah, exactly. So, 
Um, I would say, honestly, Miami, after the way they started out the season, could be in that category as biggest disappointment. Well, they're a big disappointment in mid-season. I mean, they still made the playoff, but I mean, they made the playoff with their third-string quarterback. Yeah, but barely went into the playoffs because they could have lost one more game and that could have changed everything. And and I mean, yeah, they could honestly end up having a a franchise-changing injury with Tua, the way that they put him in there. uh, You get concussions the way they did. Yeah, that that, that was a weird year. So I think both of us were kind of balanced on that. We weren't really right. We weren't really kind of wrong in some areas yeah it, it depends how like they didn't finish really strong so yeah mm-hmm. i'll give you that for the AF, for the afc side uh for nfc we had said strongest division like i said i think it, nfc east was probably but nfc west i mean you had the 49ers Niners were strong you had seahawks who were a big surprise team yeah i think that right there would honestly be down in our uh, biggest improvement team but and then you had the uh uh, well, you can't say anything else. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say NFC West. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say. I'd say it had to be the East still. Yeah, the East was probably the best. Uh, that I'd say the honestly the weakest division. We because we never put that on there. I'd say the weakest division was probably the South because Tampa Bay and Atlanta, Carolina, all of them. I mean, Tampa Bay won it. But they had a losing record going into it. True, true. It, it was just, it, it was just weird for the NFC West to be our choice yeah. because we, we we did think that the Rams were gonna go all the well, way. Well, we again. thought Rams were, yeah. And then the Cardinals, we all thought the Cardinals were gonna still be the there, but still be number three because we all thought Seattle was gonna flop. Yeah, and we thought Forty ers still, you know, could do something. Yep, but end up being Four Niners and Seahawks in that division mm-hmm. still, which is great. Yeah, we both picked the Rams Super Bowl uh, biggest improvement playoff team. Honestly, we both weren't wrong. I picked the Vikings. You picked the Eagles. The Eagles went to the Super Bowl. Vikings were the two seed. I think I have to say I won that one. But you did get that one. I have to say I won that one. Yeah, you definitely won that one. <laughs> so we got one. Well, like we both, I mean, one and two in the NFC. Uh, biggest disappointment, Packers for you, 49ers for myself. And you, you won were, that one because 49ers were in the playoffs. Yep, and Packers definitely. If, did, if they did hadn't try. traded for McCaffrey and Brock Purdy hadn't become a god. Know, starting quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking last pick god. The next Tom minute. Brady. Yeah, everybody thought that too. And I was hoping for a movie. Because if he done won the Super Bowl with with that, I, yeah. I would say he won the movie-wise. So I would say uh, you probably won the NFC overall. Uh, with your picks. And then NFL overall, Super Bowl winner, you picked the Bengals. I picked the Chargers, who both were wrong. Mm-hmm. I would say wrong, wrong. I'd say yours was closer, though. Yeah, but, yours was closer. Yeah, but not not close enough. Not close enough. Not how accurate it was for the Eagles and, and how accurate it was for, like, what was yours? Um, Patriots. Yeah. But then MVP, we both picked Justin Herbert. Yeah, that was a fail. That yeah. was a fail. Coach of the year, Sean McVay is who I picked. If you picked uh, Zach Taylor, we both were wrong. Yeah, because uh, Zach coach Taylor of, honestly coach probably of the year was actually, Zach Taylor. He could have. It was actually Brian uh, the Doyle. Dable. No, Dable. Yeah, for the Giants. Yep. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Uh, rookie of the year, we both say Kenny Pickett. 
Uh, we kind of figured he would stand out, but he didn't really stand out. But there is a good future for him. Oh, yeah. There is a good future. So I don't think it's, you know, necessarily wrong. But Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner were both the rookies, offensive, defensive. Um, defensive player of the year, we both said Parsons. He was in the running for it. I believe he finished second behind Bosa. And then offensive player of the year, I picked Derrick Henry. You picked Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, that just went down. Those running backs suck this year. <laughs> yeah, that, they suck bad. But it was pretty good fucking proje- projections on that. It, it was fun. It was fun projections. Fun yeah. looking back. Projections. Yeah. yeah. We're going to definitely... Oh, I can't wait for the beginning of the uh, year three. We're going to do another one. But uh, speaking of the winners but, yeah, for, uh, for the uh, NFL awards for year, we have... Uh, I'm going to have you name these bitches. So we had the Salute to Service reward, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Yeah, that went to Ron Rivera. And then you had the MVP of the year, which is always Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, you can pronounce his name for sure. Yeah, yeah. I can pronounce hey, his there's name. There's something I'm sure I, you can do. And then defense rookie <laughs> of the year, definitely the Sauce Gardner. I love that yeah, guy. he I, sauced it up. Dude, fucking awesome, dude. I would say, if you had any other quarterback behind the behind the Jets offense, mm-hmm. Jets would have possibly been in the championship game yeah. because how defense was and their offense was crazy. Yeah. You just had a better, better quarterback. That's mm-hmm. all you needed. And Joe Flacco was there, but Zach Wilson did good. But Bruce Brees Hall was that main factor. If they could have kept their run game. Yes. But they didn't have anyone that could replicate what Brees Hall was for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had a really good draft last year. Oh, really dude. good draft. Could you imagine having Brees Hall? I mean, he could have won Rookie of the Year instead of Garrett Wilson. We could have had them both either way. And, and then that's up. like, yeah, like. You could just, yeah, just flip a coin. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's like almost as the, um, what was it, when Pe- Prescott and Zeke Elliott, their first year, they were fighting who was going to be the uh, uh, offense rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. Because they were both that good that year. I know. Yeah, I remember that. That was a fucking good year. Um, uh, and then Justin Jefferson wins offense player of the year because he made that her fucking catch. Cousins look freaking amazing all year. Yeah, that catch. <laughs> that catch. That one hand grab out of another person's hands. In mm-hmm. midair was just nice. Mm-hmm. Coach of the year was definitely Brian. Uh, uh, we had Brian Dayball, coach of the year for the Giants. Yep. Uh, Garrett Wilson got the offensive rookie. But, hey, comeback player of the year. Yeah, this was awesome. Geno Smith. Yes. This was unexpected, too. Because Congratulations. Like, <laughs> Congratulations on hey, that, bro. Fuck you. You got, you got a Walter reward. You got a Walter reward uh, winner. Oh, Walter Payton Award, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dak Prescott won that, which is pretty cool, honestly. Yeah, he did. A, he did a good, good thing for his community. I'll yeah, it's that. yeah. I mean, everyone like has their own little community and charities that they go for, and you know, you understand what his is for, and yeah, it's cool that he got his. You know, but yeah, it's first time the Dallas Cowboys been a Super Bowl in you know a long time, so that was awesome to see. <laughs> but Geno Smith was a big surprise because we all thought Seattle was gonna flop. Yeah, everyone thought, you know, it was going to be a battle to see who was going to take over the ship that was sinking with Geno Smith and uh, Drew Locke. Yeah. I mean, and then a fun fact that Geno Smith broke uh, Russell Wilson's uh, rookie record. Yep. Yeah, yeah, broke his uh, record. That was in, cool. In one in one year, that was crazy as, mm-hmm. as a starter. I'll give him props. I don't mm-hmm. know if we should keep him, but I'll give him props. And they wrote him off and he didn't write back. Yeah. That's why he's come back player of the year. Mm-hmm. 
Which is, yeah. I, and that shows a lot of his work and dedication to wanting to be a starter, like knowing that this is his chance. Yep. Yeah, because after what eight years, eight mm-hmm. years being the lead, being started, uh, drafted to what the Jets, I think it was, mm-hmm. and then going from like what three different teams, four different teams, and then yeah. being a backup for Russell Wilson for like since his year one, mm-hmm. year two, no, no, he, uh, he was backup for year. a couple years, yeah, I believe a year or two. At least three years. I don't want to say three years because he kept him. He kept him as their backup for a while. Yeah, but, but give... he. Uh, I mean, definitely. Like I said, he showed a lot of work and commitment to it. He finished the season being highest in passing efficiency yep. out of everybody. Mm-hmm. He did a good job in the fucking uh, Pro Bowl game. Yeah, fly football. He did an amazing job. He was showing everything. He can fucking mm-hmm. play. So that was pretty cool. Um, Both the defense player of the year. Yep. Um, air. Joe Burrow, the air player. I don't know what these are words. Are. I don't know what that is, but yeah. that's cool. The Art Rooney player, uh, that's Calais Campbell, uh, assistant coach, the Mecca Ryan's. He's now a uh, head coach for the Texans. Uh, Josh Jacobs was the ground player of the year. I guess best running back. And then Nick Bosa was the Deacon Jones award, which I would say is the best defensive end or edge threat. Yeah, I would just say I just tried, yeah. Well, that was a pretty good rewards though, and like I said, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, and uh, yeah, it was a good Super Bowl against the Eagles. A lot of controversy there at the end of the call with Bradbury holding um against Juju, and I think a lot of the reason why is because where it happened, how it made the game end, and everything, and it's like. Yeah, that sucks, but if that would have happened at the end of the third quarter, would everyone be so upset about it right now? Yeah, but the th- think about it. You have to sit there and wait for two minutes. They had the ball for two minutes ever since that call. Two minutes. And you knew the game was over at that point. It was just two minutes is worth less time. When I they could have when they could have called it, call a timeout, and then see an exciting fight down. Because then they had to fight down. It was fucking 35 to 33, okay? It was fucking... I think you wait. uh, That's the thing. I think they need to quit being as... In the Super Bowl, they should be not as touchy. I'm sorry. They should not be as touchy. They should be a little more hesitant. They shouldn't be as eager to throw those flags. Yes, they should. And and there weren't that many flags in the first... I think first half of the game, there wasn't that many flags. I think it was like one or two. But at the end, it started to become more often. Mm -hmm. But... It was just... But, I mean, you also got to think Jarek McKinnon had to have a really heads-up play not to run into the end zone and yep. slide down at there at the one. Yep. I mean, he could have got a Super Bowl touchdown, something he's never had in his life and could possibly never have a chance to do again. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And he slid down. I feel like he should have scored a touchdown. Give the Eagles a chance. You're still up by fucking uh, seven, yeah, seven but... points. If you go for two, you're up by seven points. Yeah, but, you know... I, I, I just, I that don't know, a, man. That was a good teammate play. It was, but then you just <clears throat> think about it. That game was amazing from the start. It like, was really good. It was exciting from the start. Nothing was stopping. And I'm sorry, the halftime show was probably dope. I mean, I'm, I'm saying this. You didn't understand half the things she said. I understand that. I couldn't understand either. But the way they did it, and they kept it feel on the field, more like it wasn't about on tv it was for the stadium itself like it reminded me of um 
when the who was on fucking stage or um why are you looking at me like that why are you looking at me like that you gotta tell me that was better than last year's you gotta tell me that was better than the year before's last year's yeah you remember last year's? Yeah, I remember last year's. It was Eminem and Dr. Dre and all of them. That I, was not better than last year's. No, nah, nah, I'm sorry. It was still a little bit better. No. Yep. No. Nah, I'm sorry. It was a little bit better. No. Yep. Definitely not better than last year's. I just feel like that was... Last was, year's the was probably they did the best was... one they've had in a long time, to be honest. Well, well, yeah, it was a big startup. I'll give you that because but after, what, year's next was... year's? Nah. Riri? No. Oh, she's got a baby? No. Yeah, that... <laughs> You going up there shaking? No, <laughs> that, that that baby's gonna come out dumb. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no, I ain't playing that. I just like the whole ignoring her and letting everything else on the side of it was pretty dope to me. I enjoyed. I mean, that. I thought that it was a cool concept that they brought her down and everything on that little platform and yeah, and raised her back up, and then you see the whole stadium. It was it was like it was <laughs> nice to see that if you cut her out of the whole picture and just see that i mean it is cool that was that was probably better than any of the ones i mean the jonas brothers had a good performance too compared to that oh my god i'm about to bash you in the head i mean that's what i'm saying though like that i'm just but that's what i'm saying like no no i just feel i did not think it was that good what do you think about the commercials ever going to top prince in my opinion so um this is where me him are like not agreeable on the half times yeah prince, he, prince he, in the rain he, in miami come on yours now. is prince mine is paul mccarthy's paul mccartney can blow a load compared to what prince did no i'm sorry no he put on the greatest show and put on the great fucking uh music at the top of it it was good the prince was out there nailing every bit of it no purple rain in the rain Le- come on I'm gonna jump thinking about it. No, you're, you know, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> um, that was such a great show. I, I, I no, it just come on. Yeah, we do. We do differ on that. I'll let you have your Paul McCartney Beatles stuff. You oh, like dude. the Beatles, but I hate Prince. Prince. I don't like Prince. That's just me. I just don't like Prince. I mean, Prince isn't necessarily my f- most favorite, but you know, you know more than I do. Indeed, you know more than I do on that. I just grew up with the Beatles. Yeah. That's what it was. You know, every goddamn song and story. That's fun. I hate it. I hate it. It's like a fun story. All right. So, like. Everyone's got to have a thing that they grow up with. I had Elvis. <laughs> I fucking hate Elvis. I love Elvis. I hate Elvis. Ah. Uh, why? Just But lie. now that the NFL season is over. Yeah, okay, gonna, we've now got so much to talk about. We've got NFL draft to talk about. Uh, what's going to happen? Is there going to be any trades? Who's going to try to move up? How do people look during the pro days and combines and after all the, uh, the senior games and everything? But we've also got something that just happened this weekend as well. We've got XFL. Yeah, XFL, I already have that on the side right here. We're going to give you guys the whole split so, on that, because that was pretty dope. And then once we get XFL gone and everything, we've got USFL. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready for all this football? Dude, fo- football all year long, I'm loving it. Yeah, I told my girlfriend about football 
all year long. She wasn't a fan of it. I <laughs> bet she was not. I bet she wasn't. Like, ah, uh, it's going to take more time off of my hands because I'm so used to having like a nice three month break. And then I have to go into it because of the mm-hmm. whole draft and then the fucking combine. And but we're going to have football all the time now. Yeah. And now we have to, and now wait till their shit con- connects with everything. <laughs> now we're going to be like going from college to be like, oh, so if none of these people make it to the NFL, guess what? Oh, these, these people are going to be end up in the fucking XFL draft. I can't wait for XFL and USFL to partner with each other. Oh, yeah, because then they're going to share drafts. I, think, I cannot I, wait for it. I feel, I feel like they should do a lottery. Give them a time to do this one lottery. See how it looks. I think they're going to go by divisions. They're going to do it almost like soccer does. Almost like soccer? I don't know. You don't have enough people for that. You don't have enough uh, ga- uh, teams. I- right now, do lottery. And then when you build up like four more teams, then do the whole Well, with draft. each one having eight teams each, okay? You could have your top four from each to do the top half of the bracket. To make eight, yeah, but then you got to do your bottom four to make a bottom half of the bracket to make eight. I feel like that front, then that, then that first eight, and then your top eight get paid more than your bottom eight. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but I feel like there should be a lottery. I want a lottery in the NFL. I want to see how it goes with that. I I want to see how that goes. Like, see how that flows. That might be an NFL thing. That could be an NFL thing. I could see because I think the NFL will start using them as a. Um, a sort of like a little training ground for certain players that haven't been able to show their full talent yet. Okay. I think maybe the NFL does buy them at some point in time and use them to like farm in ways. No, oh, so use them as like almost like a practice squad. It's like, and everyone might be thinking that's a horrible way to say it, but no, that's the way it is. I mean, same way in baseball. There's That's why you have so many... All teams and everything around the United States is because you get all these people who can do all these things, and now they need to be able to get all these jobs opened up, which is these teams, for them to be able to play on. Some teams are going to end up having players that do get called up. Yeah. I don't blame you on that. I feel like like that should... Mm. If the NFL can do a lottery, then yeah. I can respect that. And I think that right there might get you guaranteed contracts in the NFL. I think that's what the Players Association is going after. The NFLPA. I think they want guaranteed contracts. Because there's no guaranteed contract in the NFL. And based off of injury-wise, everyone says, of course, it's a you know dangerous game and everything. They should be able to get paid you know, top dollar for it and whatnot. So I think that's... One reason why they want to do it. Yeah. It's just... Uh... Even though, like with baseball, people have to understand that Tommy John's surgery is probably like the most crucial surgery you could have for a baseball player in his career. And if he ever is to come back from it, it's the most amazing thing ever. And people don't understand that. What happened to him? Tommy John's surgery? Yeah. It's just a surgery in your uh, pitching elbow. That's all it is. And it's like a muscle in it that you end up uh, pulling it. And when you have surgery on it, it's never the same. Okay. It takes velocity out of everyone's pitch. 
That makes sense. They're not able to throw the same way. There's like a tension. It's like a, they feel like a pop whenever it happens. And so whenever they get it done, because the, uh, the only way to get it fixed after it pops and comes off is surgery. And the only way that you do it is to do surgery. And then when you throw, you have that tension and you don't want it popping again. Because it pops again, it's out. Okay. And they have to keep doing the surgery. Okay. That and makes it takes sense. forever to heal. Tom John surgery is horrible. Okay. I got gotcha. you. I never heard it that way. I never heard it that way. That's cool. You taught me something. Yep. Named after an actual person, but that's pretty cool. Um, a lot of things are happening. Uh, it's already we got a couple of new coaches, got a couple of new good fires. I have to say, yeah, there was a couple of uh fire firings, <laughs> firings, uh, terminations that happened. Uh, there's a couple hires that happened. You have a new coach for the Arizona Cardinals from the Philadelphia Eagles and Jonathan Gannon. Yep. You have uh, Eric Bieniemy leaving offensive coordinator position from uh, Kansas City. Mm-hmm. A lot of the reason for that is because people were saying that it was wasn't him. It was Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes doing everything. So he was getting a lot of job offers for head coaching positions there for a while. Um, but ever since all that talk, he hasn't been getting any offers because he was turning them all down because he was wanting to stay with them and you know build something up. Mm-hmm. But now they think it's not even him. Yeah, that's bad. So it's kind of one of those, you know, catch twenty two things. Like you could, you know, <laughs> get all these championships, but no one's going to think you did anything. Well, I honestly think that if you're at least if you're a coach on something, you deserve it. You deserve a mm-hmm. chance. If you're if you're as, if you're a defensive coach and you brought a team to a Super Bowl, you deserve a coach. Offense, it's, you deserve a coach. Yeah. It's hard when you have Patrick Mahomes to argue. I mean, if you have Patrick Mahomes, it's the easiest thing to argue because he's the greatest quarterback right now on the field. Yeah, right now he is the greatest quarterback right now. And so when you have him, it's kind of hard to argue that offensive coordinator is what's doing it, especially when you have Andy Reid. That's another thing, when you have Andy Reid on the sideline as head coach. Well, we'll see this, though, if he retires. If Andrew Reed retires or leaves while Patrick Mahomes still a quarterback, we'll see how it goes from after that. I think Reed will keep coaching. I think honestly, Reed's got another two or three years left. That's what I'm saying. Another two or three years, but Patrick Mahomes has got another six. Oh, Five. Mahomes got another ten to twelve. Yeah, he's he signed. You know, he signed that ten year deal on his third year. But he's got another ten to twelve years of playing. Yeah. He's gonna go after Brady's records. Oh yeah, he's gonna try. He's gonna be. He's literally on on the track right now. He is the closest one to beat it on a younger age. That's Every, what, yeah, on, on a, at a younger age. At a younger age, everybody else is, doesn't even have a chance to beat him on a younger age. So, yeah, no but one. if Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes continues what he's doing, wins the Super Bowls, break records on passing, he can do it. I mean, it's not unthinkable. It's not. We're about to. We we saw one legend leave, or immediately already seeing another legend. Unless something crazy happens. Yeah, like he breaks a leg. He does an Alex Smith broke or something. Or Alex Smith surgery. Or, some or he shit. just all of a sudden after year number ten, he's like, "I'm done. I just don't want to do it no more. I won five Super Bowls. I'm good." Just for some crazy reason, he's just like I'm good. 
He could be. <laughs> I mean, he's young. He's just a very young kid. He's already successful. He's young. He's yeah. He's so successful with as many MVPs and Super Bowl MVPs and Super Bowl championships and appearances. And, and you gotta give you gotta give a little help on fucking like on Travis Kelsey too because Travis Kelsey was a big impact. Him and him and Mahomes had a big connection from the beginning. Kelsey is definitely created for himself a Hall of Fame career <coughs> being with uh, Patrick Mahomes. Oh yeah, no doubt. For sure. And it's it's nice to see two Kelsey's at the Super Bowl. It was. It was nice seeing Kelsey's mom there with the uh, the jersey that had both sides. Yep, and the shoes too. She yeah, had customized shoes. And then uh, did you see the video of her going on the field and talking to both of them? Yep. And like mm-hmm. her hugging uh, Jason and everything, and him crying and all that, and she's like, "I'm proud of you. You did such a good job." Yeah, he wasn't crying at all until she got him, until he got to mom. Yeah, and then he's like, "Go, you seen Travis? Go celebrate with him." <laughs> yeah, go celebrate with him. And then later on, those two met each other up, yeah. and they talked, and that was good. And then during their podcast, they end up tearing up to each other because they talked about their mom because mm-hmm. she did a very good job being the light of the Super Bowl almost for a whole week. Mm-hmm. For a whole week, having all the attention on her, and she held it very well. Yeah. And I was proud. That was good. And those two were very proud of their mom, knowing that she can handle that spotlight. And then... Not knowing, even asking for it. And not, not even asking for it. It's just brought into it. Knowing that it's a story. It's a a story anchor for the for the Super Bowl. Everyone's got that. Fucking we mm-hmm. all seen WWE for once. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the angle. Yeah, the angle of everything. So like it was nice. I enjoyed it. Um But um we're gonna see on on Jason. Is he gonna stay with the Eagles? Is he gonna leave? Eagles have a lot of people that could be leaving. A lot of people. They have a lot of old people. They got a lot of old people if you think about it. A lot of key players are kind of old. Their ends, they're old. They're I couple... just cannot wait for next year to see Michael Parsons just stick with the game. You want to see Michael Parsons again. I don't even know what to think about right now for my team because only thing I heard was Geno Smith wants more money, and that was back before the Super Bowl. And ever since then, nothing. Like I'm the, I don't know what's going on in the offense for the Cowboys. There's so much talk about everything. I just want to see Michael Parsons. I know we got Parsons. He's gonna play hard. He's gonna do good. That's all I want to see. That's all I want to see. <laughs> I'm excited to see what's gonna happen for the agency though. Yeah, free agency is gonna come soon, and I want to see how what's the first big ones. Usually, every year there's that one big trade in the first week, mm-hmm. and I want to know what this is gonna be. And I and I feel like it's gonna be the Aaron Rodgers trade. It's gonna be that trade. Packers won't trade to an NFC team. It'll be AFC. Yep. Let's see if it's gonna be the Jets. See. I Does want, he follow Brett Favre? Does he I, take that storyline with him? Like it, Does he take that storyline? Does he follow in the footsteps and in the shadow of his former master? Yep, the former fucking... His former Jedi master. That's, that's just crazy <laughs> to think about. That's crazy <laughs> to think about, man. If he goes to Jets, it'd be interesting. But no, um, Carr was caught, you know, over there. Yeah. Uh, visiting the Jets, so that's pretty cool. Which he's gone from Vegas. Oh Everyone yeah, knows that he was. Yeah, he he definitely announced that during the Pro Bowl. He was uh, looking at them in the rearview mirror when they said he was gone. <laughs> oh yeah, 
Oh yeah, he noticed he was gone. He's done. He's just yeah, he's done he was with ready it. To get out. Um, but it was it was nice to see that the Jets are pushing for a new quarterback. Mm-hmm. But Aaron Rodgers could be the first trade, first and he big could trade. Go to Vegas. He can go to Vegas. But what is Vegas going to trade him? What do they have? I feel like they got quite a few bit. I feel like the Jets could trade for him, but you gotta be careful what you're trading if you're the Jets. Yeah, because they are. Well, I don't know. You do have I don't a know. lot of young pieces. Yeah, they have a lot. Can't of... Trade it off. Well, I won't trade. I won't trade any of the nice players off. I would trade off. Aaron Rodgers is only worth. I'm sorry, he's only worth a fucking third rounder. He's well, only worth. You're gonna get so much more than that, though. He's he's gonna be third rounder in my material. He's just a third rounder, maybe a second rounder with a with a a player that's old. I'm taking two first rounders. Yeah. That's the only way you're getting Aaron Rodgers. Uh, no, because think about it. No, think about it. They rather have a first draft. rounder this year and a first rounder next year. Well, he's gonna be out regardless. He's not playing with the Packers after this year. He's done. I'm saying. So like he's he, if, the Packers this year and he's not playing. They're gonna they're gonna get something out of him instead of being nothing. They're gonna get something instead of nothing. Yeah, they're they're gonna get a first rounder. That's for sure. But do they go with Jordan Love or do they pick up somebody? That's another thing. Jordan Love only had what four games in this time. And who are they gonna go after if they go after somebody? They could pick up Zach Wilson. They've never see they were in this position when Brett Favre left. Nope, because they already had another quarterback. Because they had Rodgers ready. Now they're now yeah that yeah now the Green Bay Green Bay is already thinking like we never been Green in this Bay's situation. Never been in this situation. What are they gonna do when the cards are down, bro? Yeah, and here's all the cards. The but cards are already already done. They're just trying to figure out who they're gonna do. Before Favre in the nineties. Yep. They're yeah, because they are. Yeah, because they already had a good quarterback at that time. It was not the best quarterback, but it was a good quarterback to hold up. Um, but you haven't Brett Favre there for a long time, and then having Aaron Rodgers learning under him, and Aaron Rodgers didn't teach anybody. He told he he basically said "fuck you, Jordan Love." Yep. And just left him in the dust. But should I blame him or should I blame the head coach? Should the head coach have a more efficient, efficient, or more? This more authority on him to teach the young ones and be out there. I'm sorry, what him not going to campus was just not right. Training camp, first training camp of the season, mm-hmm. him not showing up. Sorry, you shouldn't do that. You I got, mean, you got a lot of rookies on your team. If you had veterans on your team and you're good, okay, I understand. I understand. Payne Manning did it. Other people did it. I get it. When they had veterans on their team, they didn't show up for the first first training camp practice. But knowing that you have no veterans, all rookies. You, I was going to say, going into training camp, what is the reason why you're going into training camp? Is it to be actually practicing and doing training? Or is it to be doing other stuff like... You know, just talking to the guys and just being with them and creating morale. I think that right there is, you know, what you need to do more for a guy in Aaron Rodgers' position. You don't need to be practicing and getting hit and everything. I mean, you need to be doing that later on in training camp, but you need to just, you know, kind of get, you know, the mindset and kind of figure out who everybody is and let everybody kind of talk to you and 
see, you know, how open you are. That way they can come to you in the locker room and whatnot if they ever need to. Well, do what Travis um, Kelsey as, as your leader. Well, do what Travis Kelsey did with his rookie broad receivers that he had. He said, hey, let's go out and just talk. They did some practices, and like regular throws, well, they, but they did, they, they were talking. Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. They play Call of Duty. And then Patrick Mahomes out there teaching them, helping them out. Building a trust. And I think that's what Aaron Rodgers didn't do, is build trust. Well, you know. See how it is. What happens whenever, you know, you're sitting there and drinking Hayabuka and getting high and tripping all the time well i'm just saying well it's because his young wife his young girlfriend the, at that time going and, to the islands and well we'll see how it is on this, the pat mcafee show yeah the pat mcafee <laughs> show he might just retire to stay on that show for him <laughs> i love mcafee how mcafee has like the inside scoop on aaron Rodgers. like come on and then you got brett and they got brett farsu and pat uh, pat mcafee which is crazy for the the defamatory statement said on his podcast oh my god so ridiculous i saw the whole thing i saw the video on it oh my god yeah he's like come on bring it bring it you got your lawyers i got mine yeah (laughs) i know he's He's got omaha productions with peyton manning okay so he's good yeah oh yeah he's good Uh, (laughs) yeah he's good (laughs) quarterbacks stick together yeah peyton will end up talking to brett and being like yo bro listen here you did something wrong yeah just just drop and just shut the fuck up um but it was really good uh i'm gonna see how it is if 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 Aaron Rodgers do get drafted to the jets is he gonna stay there for a year like Brett Favre did, and then go to uh, another. Uh, well, here's another the thing. Team? I think us talking about everything that we just talked about. If Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, he's definitely gonna be there for training camp. Oh yeah, he better. He fucking better. And he's gonna be working with Garrett Wilson and, and fuck, everybody. He's gonna train Garrett Wilson as a fucking Devontae Adams. And he's gonna have Brees Hall, which is almost like having Aaron Jones, but this time better. And I believe. He'll be okay. I I don't know if he can handle the New York media though, compared to the Wisconsin media. I will, I think the fans will be different. It's a lot more in in New York than it is in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. But in New York, it's not about the fans that much. It was more about the media. And they'll be wanting him to do a lot of like endorsements and everything when he goes to New York. Yep. Because that's going to be a big trade. Come on. Because it's a media trade. I mean, that's what it really honestly is, is a media trade. I mean, Eli was doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Eli fucking Manning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. You know, he wasn't good, but then it came down to knowing he can beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. He, he, he can do anything. Yeah. Especially with a Manning name. All the advertising and everything. We'll have to do. That's... <laughs> but it was, uh, we'll see how it is. I, I, I think he might go there, but I don't know. He I... could go to the Raiders and... Team up with Devontae Adams again. He might do that. I don't know what Devontae Adams will do. And then Derek Carr, where's he going to go? Where's Ryan Tannehill going to go? Here's another big name that we have to talk about since we already know he's leaving Miami. Where is Gasicki going to go? Gesicki, I know where you want him to go. I want him to go to Seattle. I want to go to Seattle so bad. That or the fucking... He'll be great there. He'll be great at Cowboys. I... But he'll be great with the Saints too, because the Cowboys way they're going to be letting go of Dalton Schultz here pretty soon. Yeah, so they might pick up Kasiki having that vertical throw. I don't think so. I think that they have a lot of trust in their two tight ends that they've got picked up here that are young with Peyton Hendershot and Jake Ferguson. 
I think they're confident in both of those guys right now. I think they showed a lot of uh, talent and a lot of skill during the season this past year. Um, I think they're going to end up letting go of Dalton Schultz. Well, where do you think Gasicki's going to go? Um, it's really hard to say. There's a lot of teams that have a lot of money. Um, and you know he's not worth but a lot. Well, watch Gasicki do something like maybe go where Aaron Rodgers goes if he goes to New York or if... Rogers goes to Vegas and he's <laughs> Dude, not even alone. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't go to the Jets, but if Kasiki goes to the Jets, what? You're gonna have a fucking Chiefs offense. Think about it. You're gonna have a Chiefs offense. I mean that would be t- pretty cool. Because you you're gonna have Kasiki having a vertical threat, knowing he can block there and then, mm-hmm. but if your blocking's already good be with Brees Hall. He's wanting catches. Yeah, he wants catches and yeah, if he wants catches, I feel like he is going to go wherever a quarterback is more active with a tight end. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Aaron Rodgers is that person. He's a wide receiver thrower than a tight end thrower. Like, I can compare Aaron Rodgers. When he Rogers, had your Michael Finley, he was a tight end thrower. That was the beginning of his years, though. That's the thing. And then when he had, uh, what's his face? Um... Say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. Him. Say it. Say it. Him. I can't remember his name. You know, Graham. Graham. Yeah. Yeah. He had, he had Graham for a year. Okay. We had him for two. We had him for a year, year and that was it. Jimbo. Yeah. Jimmy Graham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was a good tight end at that time. But he wasn't throwing it that much to him at all at that time. He was always Devontae out. And Finley came, and Devontae Adams came in right at, the, at the end of Finley. I just feel like I, I, comparing comparing to Aaron Rodgers right now to comparing to Dak Prescott's way their percentage of throwing to wide receivers, knowing that he had good wide receivers, you had good wide receivers. But how many times did Dak Prescott throw to his tight ends? Quite a bit mm-hmm. more than Aaron Rodgers did. That's because Prescott's not good. Um, I would love to see Rodgers honestly go to the Cowboys and have him take them to the Super Bowl, but that won't happen. That won't happen because of Mike. Mike is that won't the... happen because they're an NFC team. Yeah, it's an NFC team. He ain't going to San Fran. <laughs> he ain't going to San Fran. Purdy, I, fuck I that up. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, I think yeah, San. And where Fran's Jimmy okay. Graham? Where uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is gonna fucking go? I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo could be one of those guys who moves. And uh, I mean, there's a whole bunch of openings that could be happening. And there's a lot of teams that really need quarterbacks. Like if I'll be, I'll be Carolina, New Orleans. I'll be shooting people in Texans if they keep with Mills. If they keep Mills for an extra year, I'm done with the Texans. I'm fucking. I don't even want to talk about them. Think about them. They are don't. They don't even fucking exist. You there's how many teams are in Texas? In, in Texas, Listen, one. They've, got, motherfucker. A, they've one. got a top draft pick. They're probably going to end up getting C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. Think of C.J. Stroud. I can't wait for him to fail. C.J. <laughs> Stroud or Bryce Young. Although I will say Dallas Cowboys, they've got a lot of interest in a quarterback in the draft, and his name's C.J. Stroud. Think about this, though. Or are they willing to trade for him, I wonder? Zeke and Dak for C.J. Stroud? Ooh, that's a steal. 
that's almost a steal for the Texans in their head. Is like, okay, you want to give us Patrick and they stay uh, in Texas, Prescott, and so they get keep all their endorsements. Yeah, if you if you get Prescott and Zeke Elliott in the same deal with one first round pick and maybe a second or a third. Yeah, yeah, that can happen. Texans could could make a crazy trade. To see who is desperate for a quarterback. Yeah, right but now. old Jerry. Jerry hasn't done anything crazy in a long time. And not, he's old. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't done nothing crazy in a long time. He's old. Old he bastard. Yeah, he's afraid that if he does one, he's going to fucking have a heart attack. Fucking big risk he's going to take. Man, that's going to be a day when he does. Who's going to. Oh. I want to see how the Cowboys are going to do It's going to be a sad that. podcast. Really? It's going to be a sad cast. Really? Would you be really sad if he passes away? I mean, but just, yeah, because I mean, he was the original owner whenever they had Emmett and Aikman and Irvin. So when I had my Cowboys like fandom, okay, when we were winning Super Bowls in the nineties, you think I'm gonna cry when Pete Carroll dies? You might. You I should. I should. You should. I should. He's, yeah, yeah. It's your only Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he stays next year. I hope he stays. Everybody's projected for him to retire. I don't want him to retire. Um, that's another thing too, because I was paying attention to fucking head coaching switches. Cause if I hear somebody getting signed as a coach over at fucking Seattle, I'll be pissed. I'll be a little pissed because I'll be not be knowing. Okay. It's about that time. We're gonna have a sad podcast when he retires. I can't wait to start sending you stuff again when that happens. Fuck you. <laughs> like I did last year with the Russell Wilson. Oh, dude, I, I hated it. I hated it. This is well, I, I told you I told you the biggest disappointment that uh could possibly be the Broncos. I told you that. Yeah, you, you said possibly, but the way the numbers were, you and me both knew it. By the numbers and the wide receiver core, knowing the defense. You and me both thought they were going to go pretty damn well. I, well, I said with the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Raiders, and the Broncos, they were going to Broncos were probably going to be the bottom of that group. Yeah, you said that that division was going to be the strongest division. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was so. And they were the bottom of that group. Yeah, they could have been. God, what could have? What have could have? I mean, the Raiders had a team that should have definitely been really good. But... Oh yeah, the Raiders. Yeah, the team show really don't. And then Keenan fucking Allen, <laughs> fucking bastard. That's another thing too. Since we're at the end of the year and everything else, are you gonna play fantasy football next oh, year with me? God. Do I want to have stress and anxiety and? You knew it was fun. You heartburn. Kn- you know it was fun, watching the games, knowing that. Oh, we have this mini game going on, which is good. Motherfucker, you gotta choose that, or we're betting hardcore next year. You and me are gonna put in some money together into a little pot, and then every week we're putting in like five bets in. We win some, we lose some. I'll just have my girlfriend do that. Yeah, fuck that. That's what we're listening. That's what we're listening. Woman gets random. She don't know a, she didn't know a damn thing about football, and she still wants so much money. Yeah, she won almost $200. Damn. Almost $300, really, for the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes would have had 300 yards passing. That's crazy. Like, but yeah. That's the whole point. That's what we, But that's what we listen to her. 
She better give me the in she better screenshot a uh, screenshot that shit to me. Hey, she's she's it, man. <laughs> girl. I like it that she doesn't know anything about football, but you do, but if she's betting you don't, and you, it still equals out. I know I do help her with certain things. Yeah. We almost won a lot of money. I know, but she does win a lot of money. Yeah, but ours was going to be her because out of the water. Our water-y. parlay was going to be awesome. Our parlay was going to be awesome to a point where we were going to win a lot of money. Yeah. At once. Just simple. A five, what was it? A $5 bet or some shit? Mm-hmm. And we were going to win. I think the cash out, if we got all of it right, was like, I think, like five or four hundred, hundred, four hundred, um, $400. Damn. It was big. That's what we were run wrong. Fucking Jets. I mean, Jets. Giants. Fucking Barkley. Saquon, yeah. Yeah, you just need him to get a touchdown. That's it. Just one. Getting to asshole. Fucking hated him. (laughs) But that was pretty much it for the NFL. There's nothing really big changes around here right now until hopefully when free agency opens up. And when that does, it's going to be fucking insane. Insane. So, can't wait for that. So, what do you want to talk about? You want to talk about this nice little... Like projections for these fucking drafts, or you just I mean, we we can talk about these uh, projections for this draft. Uh, We were talking earlier. I thought it was pretty uh, cool looking at how many picks each team had in the draft. Uh, Yeah, pull that up. Yeah, pull that was interesting because that threw me off too. So. Looking at the draft, the team with the most draft picks this year is going to be the Texans. Yeah, Texans with 13 got picks. Damn. And they got the Raiders. They could pick a whole offense or defensive unit if they wanted to. Yeah, a refresh one if they get the good picks, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then you have the Raiders, Giants, Seattle all have number nine. Yeah, they all have nine picks. So, I mean, your Seattle team could restock and be really good next year with a lot of key rookies. It, 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 we have to look and see who we all get. That's the thing. That's the thing. We got to see who we all get. I would say if you have a lot of late picks, you're going to be seeing a lot of corners. You're going to be seeing a lot of um, yeah, linemen, got, stuff like that, linebackers. Yeah, but we got four. We got five picks within two round, within I think two or three rounds. Yeah, you may be getting some key pieces with those yeah so we got some early a lot of picks early um and then uh you've got atlanta chicago detroit green bay jacksonville kansas city and new england all with eight picks in the draft um so kansas city i mean after winning the super bowl i mean they're tied with the third most uh picks in the draft and that's kind of scary when you think about it well, and Chicago has the number one pick in the draft. Yeah, but you got to think about this. The Eagles, too. Eagles are what? They are 31st pick, but they also have a top five, a top 10 fucking pick mm-hmm. in the first round, which is crazy because they now they can just continue restocking if they want to. They can replace whoever is going to retire or mm-hmm. leave. And then um, you got fucking... Carolina, Cincinnati, uh... Indianapolis and Los Angeles Chargers are tied with seven. Um, Buffalo, Cleveland, Dallas, Los Angeles Rams, New Orleans, the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tennessee Titans, Washington Commies, all tied with six draft picks. Uh, Commanders, everybody. Commies. Commanders. 
uh, Arizona, Baltimore, Denver, Miami, New York Jets, all tied with five. Which is cool, because I like the Denver and only having five picks in the whole seven rounds. I mm-hmm. like that. I like that. And then New York, after having the two uh, rookie well, of the years, and then they only have five picks this year, they better... Yeah, but they did a picks out this year. Yeah, but they had a lot of picks last year, and they had every one of them was worth it. I know. Reed Hall, Wilson, Gardner, Johnson, and Johnson. They had a great draft. They last really year. did. They were number one A plus draft last a year. A plus plus. <laughs> yeah, like they just won it. Um, like then what? at number thirty one with you dropping fucking. Phone piece of shit. Listen. <laughs> then at number 31 with four picks, you have the Minnesota Vikings. And finally, at the very end, I'll let you say their name. Yeah, San Francisco. And we got three. Three outs. Not seven fucking rounds, dude. Hell yeah. That's they what got you get. three picks. That's what you get for giving away all your damn picks for a running back. And I hope he gets injured next year. Fucking fragile having ass. I mean, I'm not very happy. Well, you got what? Six picks? Yeah, you got six picks in seven rounds. That's not bad. You you don't you probably don't have a second round or a third rounder. I feel like you don't have a fourth rounder. I mean But there's some teams that it's scary that they have a lot of picks, but then It all depends. Proc Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant, very last pick in the draft. So you think there's gonna be another one? Odds are no. Yeah, like, come on, you're going to see that. But the story about it, the person who gets picked last is going to be great. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be talked about. It's going to be talked about quite a bit. Um, I don't know. I'd like to see what the Cowboys do. The Cowboys have had their strategy of picking whoever is the best draft pick in the draft at that point in time is who they get. I like that strategy. I uh, don't like hearing talks about them liking C.J. Stroud. I like to talk to them like in a young quarterback, possibly. If they can get a young quarterback like a Hennon Hooker. One Tennessee Bogo to a cowboy. But uh, I don't necessarily think, you know, CJ Stroud is the guy that we need to be picking. I don't think so. I think Hennon Hooker will, uh, I think he'll be able to read defenses a lot easier than what most people. I mean, have you seen the way that he, like, handled those teams? I mean, look at Bama. Look at how he handled Bama, bro. Cool. Jalen Hyatt had five touchdown catches in that game. <laughs> five freaking touchdown catches. I would say a hooker should be a little bit ranked higher than he should be because the way he did pull out a season with Tennessee. I, I am going to be excited to see the Tennessee boys that go in the draft. Yeah, I, I, there's a lot of them. I, I can't say there's not a lot of Wisconsin either. I think there's like two. I mean, you're going to see a couple of receivers going in. Uh, Darnell Wright has kind of uh, played himself into a first-round pick uh, with him being in the Senior Bowl and everything. And people were liking the way he was moving around and uh, his strength, his speed, all that stuff. Plus, when you look at his... Uh, his game film from the Alabama game with Will Anderson Jr., how Anderson was manhandled by Wright the entire time. I mean, you gotta like that. <laughs> you gotta really like that, to be honest, if Anderson's supposed to be the next Micah Parsons. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. So, uh, if, if, I don't know what Seattle's gonna do. It's so hard right now for I, Seattle. Seattle likes those Tennessee boys. Say that. 
We'll, we'll, we'll see. They like them Tennessee boys. We'll see. I want to ask this one question, though, before we get off this whole NFL situation, because we need yeah. to, because it's almost been an hour on NFL, and I knew we were going to have a two-hour episode here. Now well, I'll it had to be for NFL. Well, yeah, but then we have other segments we have to fucking cover, too. We, yeah. we, it's a long-ass episode. But um, since we've seen all the players from the draft come out and played uh-huh. for a full season, what is your top five teams that had the best draft last year? We all know number one is the Jets. Number one was always going to be the Jets. But who's your second and third? I'll, I'll just do second and third. I'll be easier. Top three? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you definitely have to go Jets number one. Um, Jets definitely had a couple steals in the draft. With I mean, but they had a lot of early draft picks. To be honest with you, that's how they were able to get them. Yeah. Being able to get Johnson though in the second round, I think give him some time, and he's going to end up being one of the top defensive players in the league. Oh yeah, just uh, give on him some time. Um, I will have to say I did like Seattle's draft. I told you Kenneth Walker was going to be probably the best running back drafted. Yep, and they also picked up Wallen. Wallen was a really... Wallen was a very, very good... He was tied, uh, he was tied up with Gardner the yeah. whole time. Very good pickup in the uh, draft by him. Um, and, I mean, I honestly, I, I think I just have to be the homer. I, I, I like the Cowboys draft. We got a good uh, left tackle in Tyler Smith. We got a good uh, defensive back in uh, Deron Bland, which was a steal in the fifth round, so... Okay. 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 I'll give you that. I think I think there's some good pieces. I'll give you that. Um, I'm gonna have to say. Number one, Jets. Number two, Seattle. Number three, it's different, completely different. And you're probably gonna hate me for this. I'm gonna say Eagles. They pulled out the best trade during the during the draft. I mean, they traded, yeah, for and, and then they they look at him now. AJ Brown broke records and act like he was a beast mode. There's like another DK out there. Mm-hmm. It was nice. So I feel like the in the Eagles they pick up a couple of good um, rookies that did start in their defense. They had a uh, a defensive tackle. I think it was their second one was a rookie. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his fucking name. It's a long ass name. I know who you're talking about. He played in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. He was really good. Put the pressure on him. So. I feel like that would have been my number three is Eagles. And now, our number one worst pick, worst team that had the had the bad uh, bad draft. Take your pick. I mean, Chicago, Houston. I mean, nothing really happened for any of those teams. Indianapolis. I would say Houston because they did have first round pick last year. I'd say any of those teams. Yeah. I agree with you on that. The Lions, you couldn't say that. I almost want to say the Lions had. I say three. Lions had probably the. Uh, I would say Lions number four because man, Hutchinson was a big impact. You could say number five could be Pittsburgh because the way they picked up their fucking Pittsburgh man. The Lions were almost the Jacksonville of the NFC if it hadn't been for the NFC East. Yes, you're right. And then what what really makes me excited is that. Seattle has a uh, I think Wallen had the best uh, best friend over on Lions and yeah he, he said do this one favor for us mm-hmm. do this one favor come on 
And they knew they won the game. Seattle won. They knew. But still, the Lions went out there and played the hardest to it's, stop the yeah, Packers. They just want to stop the Packers. They didn't give a that, shit. That was good shit to me. Mm-hmm. And that showed spirit. That's good rivalry. Yes. You could That's get a better good. rivalry in that than than having the Bears and the Packers. Yeah. Those, those two. If you had the Vikings and Packers, so what? So what? We I think that. it'd be more of a rivalry for the Vikings than for the Packers. It would, yeah, for, for the Vikings. I think the Vikings would definitely want that win more than the Packers. Packers just be like, yeah. Yeah, we beat them. But when yeah. it comes down to the Bears, it's the same way. <laughs> Bears and Lions, I'd say, yeah, you probably have that. Yeah. It's oh, it's crazy. All right, so the done with the NFL. Done. We're gonna be next time we're at the hour about... mark, right? At the hour mark, bro. Yep. <laughs> Full hour of NFL. Hope you guys are excited for that. All right, so now we have another four or five segments to go through. This, this, <laughs> <laughs> we got another hour going on, guys. I'm so sorry, but um, next thing we gotta talk about is the NBA. A lot of trades. A lot of trades. We didn't talk about any of these trades happening during this situation at all. So we have to talk about number one. Uh, what was that dude's name? Well, you know, after we did our last podcast, it, I told you we should have just waited a day because all the trades happened. Yeah, this, that is true. And, we should have uh, just waited a day. The first thing that I saw was Kyrie Irving to Dallas Mavericks. Yep. And that was the big first trade. We're all like, what the fuck? And all of a sudden, it was what? Fucking... And then Durant goes to Phoenix yep. Suns. And Durant. I mean, he hasn't played yet, but I mean, that's crazy. Yep. You've got Russell Westbrook going to the LA Clippers mm-hmm. after being traded to the Utah Jazz in a three way trade that LA did to get back D'Angelo Russell and Mo Bamba. <laughs> See, I don't get it. I don't get the trades. Well, you said there was just. Just randomness to me. That what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like what? So you telling me that? Okay, so hold on, hold on. Oh, I'm gonna sit back here. Tell me again how that three team trade happened. Well, D'Angelo Russell and Mo Bamba played for different teams. Okay. And the L.A. Lakers traded something to one team. And that same team traded something to another team, which allowed them to tr- put something over to the Lakers. It was It's like a triangle. It's like, we're going to trade you this and this, but we want this. And they said that they would trade you this, you know, for that, if you'll you know, do all this, and they'll just give us this guy. And we'll give them some money. You can throw money at well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I know you can throw yeah. money at trades. That's that's a, that was pretty interesting to hear, and I did not know that until mm-hmm. I watched the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, winning time. Yeah, winning time. I did mm-hmm. not realize that, and they still do it now. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but seeing that type of three way trade, it's fuck, it just fucks with me. I never seen that. I never hear that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I think even the Phoenix trade with uh, Brooklyn was a three way trade. Where they got Durant. That's going to be another one. Just, how, how's Durant going to go with the Phoenix? Phoenix could be really good. I mean, Devin Booker and Chris Paul with the Kevin Durant. And they have DeAndre Ayton. And Booker was already good last year. Booker's one of the top players, honestly. Oh, yeah? I would say top five. Top ten. You say top ten? Top ten. What's your top five? Top five? Yeah, what's your top five? Uh, for sure, Jokic and Luka. 
and Giannis, and probably, I'd honestly probably keep in Durant and Curry top five. Okay, all right, all right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, during this whole and Tatum trades, would have to be somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. During all these trades, we have these All Star games. Yeah, after all the trades, you had All Star games, and so it's like. Here they are playing for different teams, playing for another random ass team. <laughs> yep, exactly. It but, was, it was pretty crazy. But the best thing about All Star, best thing about All Star Weekend, Matt McClung, Slam Dunk Champion. Oh yes, yes, I forgot. Slam Dunk Champion. Dude, I, I want Gate say, City represent. I want to say so much, <laughs> but I can't. So we have to say this: we, he is he is the champ right now. We finally got one. I mean, that was just so awesome the way he did the uh, jump over two people, grab the ball, hit it off the backboard, and then dunk it. Yep. Then he comes over. He does a five forty spin around reverse dunk at the end of his uh, runs just to cap everything off for a perfect score. And it's like, dude, come on. You're killing me. <laughs> like, how are you doing this? Oh, my God. And then he did that pump, that pump fake one, didn't he? Uh, Yeah, he did. He did do the pump fake one where he did the uh, up, down, up, down, dunk. Yeah. Double was, clutch. Double clutch. Wow. That's crazy. That's good. And mm-hmm. during the All-Star game, we had the uh, Celebrity game. Celebrity yeah. game was awesome. Yeah. Fat I know ass. you like that. Dude, fat ass out there ordering pizza on the fucking line. Guillermo? Yeah, Guillermo <laughs> pizza. I'm like, you fat fuck. But I'm like, I would have done the same thing too. All that running and shit with all these athletes? Fuck that. I'll be eating that too. So, so I was like, yep, I'm going to be doing that. But DK, DK, motherfucker, dunks. Dunks all day. I love it. And the way he dunks is just like MJ. If you see how he just stretches you, out for it. Do you notice he, uh, he got a... T- a random PED test afterwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they sent him a message immediately the next day. Yep. They said we you were selected it. for a random drug test. Yep. They immediately want him to fucking uh, piss in a cup. I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? I got that. I got that too. And I was like, this fucking asshole. I know, He's right? Ball. That's all he did was play ball. He's just out there with his homies. Yeah, that's all. What are you doing? Exactly. Come on. Mm-hmm. He can't help it. He's as talented as what he is. That is true. That is true. That's like that's like discriminating, isn't it? In ways. I mean, yeah, but you gotta. I get what they're saying. You you do have to keep that stuff in check. But it is funny. It's funny. Immediately gets tested for it. Yeah. Like <laughs> after. But um, the team uh, the All Star game was awesome. It was a team LeBron. No defense. Facing... Huh? No defense in that game. Oh, there was never defense in any games. It was like 184 to 170 something. Yeah, it, yeah, I think that's what it was. And like, it, it was a no defense game. So what? I'm happy. Giannis won. Team Giannis won. Mm. I'm happy about that. But I didn't. I, I thought it was kind of funny that Giannis during his little picks of his little teams, um, he said the wrong player. Yeah, yeah, he said the player that he already gotten. And yeah, it threw everybody off. LeBron was just fucking ratting him out on stage and everything else. I'm sitting here like, dude, shut the fuck up. Leave him alone. He said he's just so excited to play with fucking. I uh, love it. With, with uh, what's his face? I love it. God damn it. It's going to kill me if I don't fucking know what the name of it is now. Who, Luca? It wasn't Luca. Yeah, no, it wasn't because fucking LeBron James picked up Luca. 
Fuck me. Nope. Lost my head. Sorry, everybody. I need to be better on my researching. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know who it is. Have it on my hands here. But it was interesting, though. Um, But we do have to... Since that's pretty much it for all the NBA, we do have to talk about this. We're going to have to talk about this until the day happens. Uh, yep. Now we're getting ready to get closer to when uh, Victor Wibbenyama is going to end up coming up in the... Uh... NBA this season in the draft. Yep. God, this guy is huge. I mean, he's averaging 22 points, field goal percents 47.2, three points uh, almost 30%. Free throws 81. That's nice. Got almost 10 rebounds a game with two assists and three blocks. I mean, 22 and 10 with three blocks. That's good. Get the assist up, maybe. Yeah, but two he'll have a, a lot of work he'll have to do. Yeah, but two and a half uh, turnovers though. Hmm. He'll have to get that three point percentage up. Yeah, the way he's the way he's tall, he has to because they're going to depend on him being on that three point line. I mean, that's twenty one games played. Yeah, that's just twenty one games. We're going to continue on this every time because they do update it, which is nice. I do enjoy that. But he doesn't just play with the Metropolitans. He does do other stuff. Mm-hmm. Was this recent? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I mean, you can obviously tell which one he is. Oh, yeah, dude. He's just the tallest person. I mean, yeah. That he's was a different shot. a little bit. You notice he got a little muscle on him. Since the last time we actually seen him. You notice that? Yeah. I mean. You got a little muscle on him. Dude, this guy's going to be the next Giannis. Look be how the next tall Durant. that motherfucker is, bro. I mean, the next Durant. The next Durant? I mean, look at that three. He has nice form. He does. That thing laid up in the air forever. You'll get oh my god, dude. Holy damn, bro. Dude, just what the oh, fuck? That's Durant. That is not Giannis. I don't know. That step in was nice. Look at this. Cross. Oh, oh, cross. Spin. And I mean he doesn't even have to jump for that dunk, nope. really. He doesn't have to. He just had to He just reached sit. up. <laughs> that's so that's... But he put up thirty one and fourteen and five blocks in that game. Yep, he did. Comes in. He's wide open. He's there. wide open. Uh, Jesus. That thing just lays up there in the air, dude. And he's already like 7-5. God throws a three. God takes forever. Now he's in the you now he's in the paint. Oh, oh. Oh shit. And he uses the bank. Look at those fundamentals. Look at those fundamentals. Oh, 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 I'm going to sit right here. I'm just going to take it right there at the elbow. That is crazy. Who's going to pick him up? Even did a step back. Oh, and still got it in. I mean, why you got to step back? You're 7'5. Ain't no one going to block you. <laughs> I mean, seriously. 
wide open. I mean, killing it. Just oh, let me just tap it in right here since I'm just underneath the basket and I'm a giant. Look at that. Look at that ball control he had on that extra block, knowing he's going to get swatted out. I mean, yeah, you got to understand with being that tall, the way you have to like dribble the ball to like do that, it's crazy the distance has to travel and <laughs> just cutting in between players. He's just, he's a three, he 11, needs... seven, and four. Yeah. He needs to, uh, he didn't have to barely jump. And he still didn't jump for that. 16, nine, and three. Okay, so he probably wasn't getting a lot of action early on or something. Yeah, it had to be. Just trying to form what he was trying to do. My God! My God! That was absolutely life-destroying. <laughs> Look at what two people, and then still passed it in. A nice assist. Yep. He's a team player. Well, I mean, when you got to double-team him to be able to have any defense on him. He's going to have to pass. He's going to be the next fucking Durant, like you said. He could be fucking LeBron and be good for scores. If he just stays healthy, that's the thing. He's just so tiny, but he's building muscle. I bet you that head coach is so happy to have him. Yeah, dude, he's actually a little built. A little bit. He said no! He said no! What? He said no, not today. And I'm going to keep this in the paint and I'm going to still shoot it over your head. <laughs> no, 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 little man. God damn. I'm going to start calling him Victor. He didn't even jump for that block. No, he didn't. He just stayed on the ground. That's another thing, too. Don't you get a penalty if you just sit there? If you don't, you just put your hands up? I can't remember, like, if you jump while he's doing this. If you jump, it's a penalty. You can get a penalty if you but keep your feet flat. If you keep your feet flat, but you can still reach over. Dude, you, you can't, can't reach over. You have to reach straight up. Yeah, he has to reach straight up like this. I mean, he's 7'5", and his no, arm, like his wingspan, dude. I mean, it's... Exactly. You, he's going to have the least amount of penalties if he just learns to know that when he's on that, he doesn't have to jump. I would put him on Steph. Oh, I will put him on stuff. I'll put him on the shortest person on that damn team. That's a point. That's a point guard. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, yeah, hey, who's the point guard? Who? How tall is Steph? How tall is Steph? No, how, what's, that what's that guy? What's that guy? What's that guy that from the other team? What's the other? Guy? What's four, that? Huh? Six five. Yeah, that that fucking what dude? Huh? That five eleven dude. That point guard five eleven that shoots fucking threes. Um, that plays now. Yeah. God damn it, dude! It's gonna kill me. It's gonna kill me. It's gonna kill me. Hold on, I can figure it out. The Hawks. He plays for the Hawks. Trey. Yes, Trey Young. Yes, Trey Young. Trey Young. That guy's small. That guy's very small. Have him guard him. Oh yeah, dude. He had nowhere to go. Only thing he has is speed on him. Here's the thing: when you play the Suns, you have someone to guard Durant. Finally. Oh yes. That's what I'm interested in seeing and Durant's gonna be pissy 
Oh, yeah. Cause he's he's going to be pissy, bro. Because he finally has somebody in front of him that he can't, he can't get around or jump over. Because guess what? He's taller than him. All right. So, do you think he's going to end up being... The next great basketball player, then? It it just I can't say that right now because, like you said, he is a little built than we saw him before, but he's still skinny. He's so young. And he's young. He can he can fucking break an ankle. He can break his own ankle on his own fucking dribble. So how but people we were calling LeBron the chosen one when he was in high school. Yeah, and they did the same thing for fucking um, um, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, they said he was next Michael. Mm-hmm. So, he could be. It's crazy. We finally have a tra- we have a good tracker on him. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Everybody misses. And look at that. That's crazy. This guy's gonna be nuts. Oh, what, 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 what? I didn't see that. What? You see how tall he is compared to him? Oh, my God. Wait, wait. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> looks like a kid. <laughs> looks like a kid. Everybody, look at everybody. Look at him. Who's Victor? I don't know the tallest guy out there. <laughs> yeah, that it's it's gonna be interesting seeing this kid more often now. Um, it's it's gonna be interesting. I'm I'm excited for him. Can I, he do an 82 game season with his build? That's the question. I want to say his body his body is a little bit treatment of Kareem's, but then Kareem wasn't really that much mobile. He was more into the paint than anything. But, I mean, look at the players back then in those days. I mean, you almost have to be built like a Joker. I mean, Joker's not like the embodiment of physical, like, peakness or anything. Like, he's not a supreme-looking athlete, but the way he's built with his height, he's perfect. Mm-hmm. He's not going to get as many injuries. Not like a Sean Bradley, not like a Greg Oden, the tall, skinny guys, you know. Durant's been lucky. I would have figured Durant would have had more injuries. I mean, he had a couple, but he's been able to come back from them. Wasn't we'll see how it is. That's for him. been the good thing about advancement and health and technology. Well, well, it's gonna be knowing that he has to be physical going into the NBA because people are going to have to double guard him and push mm-hmm. him around. They're gonna have to push him around. Yeah. And knowing that there's going to be people that can bench your fucking weight out there on that fucking court. Uh. Well, the big thing is he is able to play the perimeter. And the NBA is a perimeter game now. Being able to shoot the three is what's big. You don't see a lot of big centers. and No, you don't. You because... got like Embiid and mm-hmm. uh, Joker and them. I mean, that that's the couple centers you have. Mm-hmm. But you have the most of the three-pointers. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Almost every team's got a really good. League. Yeah, everyone, every team's got a really good shooter on their team. Mm-hmm. It's because they're building up more into it. I can see that. Yeah, I can definitely. see I mean, that. and I mean, look at it. Giannis had to change his game from being, you know, down low to shooting outside. True. Embiid had to change his game from being down low to shooting outside. Yeah, you see Giannis more playing. Uh, 
more play in the mm-hmm. uh, the perimeter, uh, the three point line than he is in the paint anymore. But then well, again, he he can still shoot. He can still get into the paint. Well, looking at it, Al Horford, I think his first ten years in the league, he only shot like twenty three pointers. The last ten years that he's played, he shot about six hundred. League's just changed. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, now we got to talk about the. The standings right now for the NBA. This mm-hmm. would be interesting. So you got Boston Celtics number one still. Even though we lost to your Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, fuck you, buddy. Fuck you. Yeah, you guys we were on a 12-game win streak right now. Look at you. We need to win every game. We need to win every game. Mm-hmm. You almost got, uh, got us. Mm-hmm. Well, we need you to lose one game now. We need you to lose one game. We need to win. Because we're only a, a half game behind. Mm-hmm. So if you lose one or two, at least we can get in there. And be a good stretch of a game and a half behind. A uh, game and a half ahead. So then you got the Philadelphia 76ers up for third. Then you got Cleveland Cavaliers number four. Number five, Brooklyn Nets. Number six, New York uh, Knicks. Which is crazy to see the Knicks in there right now. Um, I want to see how the Nets do now since they don't have Durant. Mm-hmm. And how that's going to flow. If they're going to start going down because they only uh, won, they won expect, one game. I expect the Nets to start trending south though. I can see that. Um, and honestly, I'm really interested to see who's going to start trending north. Is it going to be the Pacers? Is it going to be the Magic? The Bulls? Are they going to play themselves into uh, a top 10 spot to play for a... Well, Chicago's on a, uh, on a six-game losing streak right now. you got the Pacers with a one, Magic with the one loss, and then you have the Hornets with the win two. The Hornets are definitely out. They're not punching back up. Hornets and Pistons, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. expect either one of them to make it. Yeah, they're out. Uh, Orlando, Indiana, Chicago, though, have an outside chance. Yes. Chicago, I would say, have a better chance if they get their shit together, but then the Pacers can sneak in there and go in and just take that spot for the 10th. Um, for the Western Conference, you have the bullshit motherfucking Denver Nuggets. I fucking hate Denver, guys. Let's understand <laughs> this. If I have this... If I see them, if my team, the mock, the Milwaukee Bucks, goes to the fucking finals with Denver Nuggets, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. Okay, to a point, I might take a week, I might take a couple days off and go up north and go to a game. I'm, but like, I might, I might be okay with you guys going to the finals if that happens. Yeah, because you know how to deal with this shit. Three, oh my god, one year I gotta deal with three Denver teams, bro. In oh, one year. I will love it. In love one it. fucking year. I will love it. I'm done, dude. Colorado sucks. I hate <laughs> it. Colorado sucks. Go back to South Park. Uh, I, well, I, I, I love that. That's the only thing, but fan, man, fuck the Nuggets, fuck the fucking Denvers and uh, Broncos, and then fuck the goddamn Avalanchers. Avalanches. <laughs> the avalanches. Just the avalanche. No yeah, ERS. I don't care, but I, fuck the avalanches. <laughs> fuck the avalanche. Like the, I don't care. They're just they, they suck, man. They suck. So number two for the Western Conference is Memphis Grizzlies. Well, I bet you're excited for that. John Moran's doing pretty damn good, even though they're on a one win one win streak. Um, but they're quite a few behind Denver. Fucking Denver. Um so we can. St- we're gonna see Denver being number one and finishing this. If I still think, going. I think the East probably has the strongest two teams. I think the West probably has the strongest division, and I think they just got stronger. 
because of Durant and because of Kyrie. I'll give you that, yeah. And so I don't necessarily think Memphis is going to stay there at two. Watch Phoenix and Dallas start moving up a little bit. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna expect Dallas Mavericks to go into at least the fourth and Suns to go into at least well, the third because the way how close this game is, they're on a losing streak. That's fine, but Sacramento's on a losing streak now. Clippers are only ones that are actually on a win streak, but they are a game behind the Kings. They can get into that third spot, but the Clippers, can, uh, the Kings can just shrink down quick. The Kings are honestly a good team, though. Yeah, but you have now... And I'm surprised at how good they are. Well, now They're you the have... surprise team. Well, now you got fucking help with the Suns and Mavericks. That's going to boost them up a bit. But Clippers, I mean, you got Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard's a veteran that knows how to win a championship, honestly, by himself. He did it with the Toronto Ra uh, Raptors. But he's got Paul George with him, and this is kind of what the Clippers have been waiting on, is for them to be all be healthy. We'll see how it is. We'll just see how it goes because they're on a two-win, uh, two-win streak right now, mm -hmm. and the Suns and Mavericks are on a losing streak. So, mm -hmm. but you got the Pelicans, and then uh, you have Pelicans yeah. with Zion. They've looked really good. I, th I thought you're gonna correct me for a minute. And I was like, did I say that wrong? No way, I said that wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah, but Zion, dude, he's just he's <laughs> fucking he's good shit, bro. He's good shit. He, like he's really he's he's improved. His he's shown out this year. His three point shots are improved too. Mm -hmm. From his uh, return from his little fucking injury. Yep. He, he improved really well on that. Mm -hmm. Golden State Warriors, I'm very, very glad to see that. Because I do not like to see Stephon Curry again. Hey, they still have a chance to be in the big playoff. And if they are, watch out. If they are, just watch out. Because Steph Curry can still light up the room. He can light up the scoreboard if he needs to. Yeah, but now you, but oh. they're going to end up facing either the Suns... I'm sorry if you got if if, if whoever's going to face up to Durant's going to have a problem because now look at how the Western Conference that West Conference is. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of short people up front. No I person. mean, out of the seven through ten on them, I think you're going to end up seeing Minnesota and Golden State advancing. Just to be honest, I think Minnesota has a better team fit for the playoffs. Because they are the team that has the big guys with Rudy uh, Gobert and uh, Anthony Towns. But, so if they can have them both healthy through a playoff stretch, I think they could actually do some damage. Yeah, but they're on a close stretch right now from from Golden State, Oklahoma. It's a two game streak. And how many games are left? Uh, Ten. Twenty. Is it twenty? About twenty. Yeah, about twenty games. Yeah, about twenty games. There's eighty two games in a season. There's about twenty left. Yeah, it's about twenty. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so it's just we'll just see how it is. The Hawks fired uh Nate uh Nate McCl uh Millen. Yeah, McMillan. They fired him. Oh, that's because the Hawks suck. I mean they're eighth right now, but they've not really been showing off very good. Nope. And, you know, we talk about Boston, Milwaukee, but Philadelphia has actually been a really good team, too, this year. Philadelphia. I mean, you look at those top four teams, they're playing really close with each other. Yeah, well, they're switching for first-round first, first round spot. That's what they're doing. Because they're literally on a, on, from fourth, um, 
from four to first, you have five game stretch. Mm-hmm. But I mean, number four in that division's won thirty eight games. While you look at the Clippers at four, and they've won only thirty three. I mean, look, you look at San, uh, Sacramento; they've won only thirty two. Yeah, but they haven't played as many games. Well, they got a lot of people switching around to get into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. How close they are? Where ours is like pretty much set. You However, pretty well know who's going to go in. Yeah, ours is set except who is going to be that first. That's the thing. Because they can either get be Philly 76ers. It can be. They're mm-hmm. a three-game stretch. Anything can fucking happen. They've won four in a row. Yep, and they won four in a row. We're unlucky. You're just getting a, 12, a 12-game 12 streak. So, mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting how everything goes. I'm, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Fuck Denver. <laughs> all right so that's pretty much it for the nba um so a couple of things happened uh during the uh major league baseball you know quite a few trades happened is what i saw uh you got chapman over here getting an 8.75 million dollar deal that's good for a chapman i like that can get if named royals closer yeah if he can which he probably will. The Brewers were interesting, signing up Voight. two veterans. They signed Voight. Nice. Yep, they signed two veterans onto the team. Um, They're on the minor league deals, which is fine. You know, they're veterans, but they could explode. I can see them doing that. Um, fucking it. There's another thing, too. I'll tell you my baseball headlines. I saw Steven Strasburg uh, still trying to come back from surgery and injury. Like I said, it's probably one of the biggest mistakes that Washington did was reserve him late in the season in the playoffs. That was so dumb. Strasburg was having an amazing season. They could have won the World Series that year. Um, They, just, they got him super cold. But other than that, I did see uh, that uh, Manny Machado is probably going to opt out of his contract next season. Yeah, I did see that. And so look out for who picks him up. Probably New York. I wouldn't be surprised if the Yankees did something like that. Or Boston. Mm -hmm. Uh, They just have the money for it. Or uh, even Los Angeles Dodgers. They could try to. He might pick Los Angeles since it's right there close to San Diego, California. Mm-hmm. Keep his family there. I can see that. I can see that. Um, and then, of course, Tennessee Vols, college baseball, number two in the nation. Free Maui. I don't understand why we can't have him play. Really? Number one transfer in the nation this year, and he's hasn't been released to play yet, even though there's been multiple transfers released to play. Okay. His family flew from Hawaii to watch him in his first game for Tennessee. And they waited until an hour before pitch. First pitch. Where they said, no, we still don't allow you to play. Bunch of jerks. Oh, Local I, gas station right now has got a deal going on. Weigel's. Oh, yeah. The free Maui campaign. Oh, yeah. Go to Weigel's. You'll see it. No way. They've even got it on Twitter. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Weigel's is the gas station around here, folks. I'm not saying just some weird word for the hell of it. 
It's fucking wiggles. Waggles. waggles. I hear wag, uh, waggles a lot. Yeah, I'm like, how is it waggles? There's well, no A. Well, there it's wa- it's waggles. Waggles. It's waggles. Why? Waggles. There's an I. It's waggles. There's an I. Waggles. <laughs> waggles. <laughs> and there's an E I. Waggles. Waggles. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it right. It won't happen. It's one of the words. It's cursed. Okay. It's like it's you can say Oshkosh Gawadawan. Oshkosh. 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 Ashwabadon. You can't say Waggles. No, I'm just. It's Waggles. What? I'm not wrong. I'm not the only one. I'm about to have a making a murderer part two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so another thing that's happening this year for baseball: new rules. What's the new rule? The shift rule has changed. It has changed, and I'm okay with it. I read it while you were talking, and I'm like, okay. This is the pitcher's thrown. All four infielders are required to be on the infield dirt or infield grass. Instead of being out, you'd be more in. Which I don't like. Because then homers are just going to be expecting. You see a lot of big hater, hitters. Now That's right. the risk you have to take for them not to be able just to catch every fly ball that gets hit. Yeah. I mean... And that's what I'm okay with, but there's still... Yeah, it's just... It remains the side of the field for the whoever's uh, ending by can be switched or short... Or uh, third base the next inning. If there's an injury midway. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's alright, I guess. I don't know. I don't like this. Well, here's the bottom line. Baseball is America's pastime. Everyone knows about baseball. The worst thing about baseball is the time it takes to watch a game and to be at a game. Because now with everything going on in our world and society. I mean, our phone is literally entertainment in our hands. Yep. Okay? Mm-hmm. Most people are watching their phone at a baseball game instead of watching the baseball game at times. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to make it more fun, make it more interesting. If there's more you know, hits that are hit out in the infield and you got a chance to have a double play instead of every play being a you know pop fly out, and they're not having to try and do all these little stupid gimmicky things to try and make people interested in the game. The game's making them interested. I won't say that's a big impact to make it interesting, though. It's not like Gooseball or some shit, You're making like a Futurama reference. But I, I, I think that's probably one of the things that's not meant to make it interesting. This is why I mean, I'll agree with you on that, mm-hmm. but on this situation. We finally have a pitch clock. Oh, yeah. The pitch clock is the thing that has to speed up the game. Yeah, that speeds up the game. Now it's more mm-hmm. like you can't think. You can't just sit there and let your arm rest. You got to go through. It means mm-hmm. more pitchers are going to go have to go through. It means a lot of switches, a lot of substitutions. And a lot of stolen bases. A lot of stolen bases, yep, because they're going to time that shit perfect. Because if they have... What's the time clock? If it's 15 seconds... 20 seconds with a runner on base. Yeah, so 20 seconds with a runner on base, and then and if he starts throwing it at the five second, you, do you have enough momentum 
Do you have a really enough momentum to stop your pitch to slide over, even though with that rule they have for um, fake uh, running to the pit, uh, to the catcher, but you're actually throwing to the side base? That one rule. I can't fucking name it. I can't remember the name of it. I don't know. It's like a fake out or something you can't do. Mm-hmm. And if you expect yourself to have a pitch clock like that, that runner's going to run. I think it's run. considered a bulk. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what it is, a bulk. Um, having a runner on that base running to uh, on the four seconds or five seconds, you think they're going to have enough momentum to do that? To know he's going to run? Not all of them. And then that has to speed up their 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 throwing too, because sometimes their throwings are at least four to five, uh, four to three seconds. Mm-hmm. How they just stretch out, ready to go. It's usually by two and a half to four seconds tops. Yeah, that's half your play clock right there, almost. Mm-hmm. If you think about it. That's crazy. That is crazy. They're gonna make this game faster, but it's gonna be better. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's gonna make everybody run a <clears throat> lot. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's, it's definitely what's going to happen. I didn't read much more into this. So if you want to read this, you can. Oh, they're going to fucking increase the bases too? I think they have to for people to run so fast. I mean, Yeah, velocity. 15 inches ain't enough. 15 inches ain't enough? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I can run those bases. And, and, and they're fucking smaller on the fucking base, on the on the diamond out there in the park. I'm just saying. And you're going to give it another 18? Come on. Give it another three inches? No, three Add inches. Add another three inches on that bad boy. Yeah, come on. <laughs> what is, is three inches really a big difference, everybody? Is it really that big difference? Come on. For a footing? I don't know. It depends on. on what you already got, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an increase the size of bases should reduce injuries around them while increasing stolen bases attempts. Is that really what the fucking cause of it is really meant to be? Really? So the, to, to, to reduce injuries, but increase stolen bases. You already increased it with giving them a time clock. A pitch clock, seriously. So you're already forcing it into stealing more often. Means you're not going to have a lot of big hitters. You're, unless your big hitter is going to be on that fourth fifth lineup a spot if you think about it if you start okay so on your on your lineups on your pitching lineup uh, on your batting lineups i usually have your at least your two runners on your second and third have your first one be out there be a big hitter if not be a grounder but always have your big slammers at your fifth your, or fourth your first one's your sure hitter yeah um your second one is your guy that is Kind of like plays the pitch. He knows like where to hit, hitting the zone and everything. He's yeah. kind of like your precision hitter. Third is your closer. Uh, closers are usually, you know, kind of big hitter guys. And then your fourth is your cleanup guy, your DH, whatever, your guy who can hit a grand slam if you get everybody on base. Yeah, I usually have a big hitter on the fourth or fifth, but on a on a game like this now, your big hitters are going to be your first two. Mm-hmm. The rest of them are going to be your sliders and your fast pacers. Unless you're going to switch it around and give it all your big hitters last and go with runners. Get your fastest two, uh, fastest three runners out there and hit them first. And then have your big hammer just go right in 
for a fake because they're gonna because the pitcher has to focus on the big hitters mm-hmm. to know where they're gonna actually hit. That gives time and less focus on that runner. Yeah, that there's gonna be running a lot now, and on top of it, you have fucking twenty seconds. Yeah, I mean that's fucking nuts, bro. That's crazy. It's, it's changing the rules to make it you know more interesting for people. It's fucking. Nuts. That's losing viewership. That's why people, when they say stuff about the PED era, I mean, we were getting home runs. It was making people interested. They like seeing the records broken in the home run races and stuff. Yeah. They're getting it now. I mean, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa was the biggest story from baseball in 20 years. Yep. I mean, come on. Barry Bonds. Yeah, then Barry Bonds coming through and breaking, you know, Hank Aaron's record. If you want to put an asterisk on it, whatever. Yeah. Uh, most home runs in a season if you want to put an asterisk on it whatever yeah it's just almost like at that time i think i don't think he was the only one that was kind of shooting up the fucking no steroids. i mean that the pitchers a, were too yeah look, that, that was the steroid era okay that's why he broke it look at roger clemens yeah that, <laughs> i mean come exactly. on fucking 80 i'm a ring ah! that's why i think like the only like true pitcher during that time was probably randy johnson this skinny ass definitely wasn't taking any steroids. Yeah, he doesn't. No. And then we got a new other rule was position uh, players pitch uh, pitching, which is a little bit new to me actually. Teams will be more limited in when they can catch a position player. Previous will allow them to use one when up or down by six or more runs. What? To tweak into which the leading team will have to be up by as many as 10 or more while the trailing team will have to be down by 8 or more. Let's just shorten the game. You're shorting the game. Or am I just reading it wrong? Or do you just have to switch that's, out? That's, no, they're just saying that position players are not going to be able to pitch as often. It's limiting to how often they can pitch. They have to be up by a certain amount or down by a certain amount. Okay. All right. That makes sense. All right. So that's that's pretty much the new rules. See how that goes. How's your baseball team, by the way? Tennessee? Yeah, how's your baseball team? Oh, they just started. They're doing good. Number two team in the nation. Free Maui. Are you really going to do that? Free Maui. Really? Free Maui. <laughs> Nothing like free OJ. This guy didn't murder nobody. <laughs> Only glove he's got's a baseball glove. <laughs> Nothing like OJ. I'm just saying, it's not. It's not just like OJ. Definitely not just like OJ. <laughs> Without the killing, <laughs> free Maui. <clears throat> All right, so. That's pretty much it for baseball. Everything just about to start up, I guess. Right? Uh, yeah, that's all going to end up having spring training here pretty soon for everybody. Mm-hmm. We're coming up into uh, March. We're seeing everybody coming into spring training, into the facilities. Oh, well, see, February 24th, spring training. 
Yep, spring train comes. I'm trying to figure out, like... Season probably starts in March. March or April. No way. Did they really increase it? That's a lot of fucking... Why is it spring training for all this? There we go. So it's in March. Nope, nope, nope. Spring training, Wednesday, March 22nd. March 22nd? What the fuck is this? See, spring training. Let's go to team schedules. Uh, dude, I don't give a fuck. March 30th. March 30th for uh, Baltimore Orioles. So if you're a Baltimore Orioles fan, you know your first game's March 30th against Boston, at Boston. Yeah, you face them three times. You don't get your first home game till April 6th. You have two aways. Oh, and your first home Tuesday? game is the Yanks. Man. That's crazy, though. I'm going to go see Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Thompson Bowen Arena. <laughs> Do, I look like November. Do I look like I'm 60? Well, okay, so we, we got to wait. We got to wait a couple months. So it's crazy when we talk about baseball, we got to talk about the combine and everything else because that's usually happening in April. Mm-hmm. So that's crazy. Uh, hockey, uh, nothing that I've really been seeing interests me that much. Just knowing that it's crazy seeing the, the Jersey Devils being right on top, number two over behind uh, the Carolina Hurricanes. I did see that the Hurricanes had the, uh, the stadium game here recently, the outdoors game. They had played the Washington Capitals. Yep, I saw that. That was pretty cool. I, you know, honestly, in my opinion, if you're going to have an outside game, I don't think Carolina is the place to do it. I think you got to go with like your traditional teams. You got to go Pittsburgh. You got to go uh, New York. You've got to go, you know, teams like that. Yeah, New York, Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, somewhere around there, I would do, no doubt. Tampa Bay Lightnings are in number three right now in the Atlantic. I like it. I like it. You know who's number three in the Western Central? I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> Why is Colorado out? You know who's number three in the Western Pacific? Yeah, Krakens. Krakens on King. Uh, Krakens and Kings and Knights. There. Look at that. That's some shit there. Think about that. There's a story to tell. The fight of the Kings and Knights and Krakens. I know. I'm a Kraken fan. Thank goodness. You're a Kraken fan. I gotta get you a jersey or something. That's right. Get you a hat or something. The Seattle Kraken. At least you'd be part of Seattle with me. Uh, but Tampa Bay's been pretty good. I'm pretty excited for them. But that's pretty much all new interests of That's the only thing I really know right now with hockey, yeah. Not much. Yeah, just... um. 
Oh, I guess that's awesome. Canada won. <laughs> Ties women's hockey series with U.S. What? Look at you and your Canada. Oh, Canada. All right, so then you had uh, the Penguins goalie, J- uh, Jerry, Jerry. I'm just going to call him Jerry. To return against Jerry. the Islanders. <laughs> to the Islanders. That was cool. And then you have someone dealing with the COVID-19 protocol symptoms. Uh, that's crazy. Right, uh, Rangers added Mo, um, Moti. Moti, that's how you say his name. Am I just losing my fucking I mind? would say Mott. Okay, so I would say Mott. Trade for the second straight year. That's pretty much it, you know. You know Bruins has been on a crazy win tracker right here. They've been really the big talked about right now. 43 wins. 91 points. On track for 63 wins right now. Nope. But current record for most wins in a season is 62. It was set in 95-96 by the Detroit Red Wings and tied by the Tampa Bay Lightning in 2018-19. and 19. Yep. So they get- and neither team won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Red Wings lost against the fucking Colorado Avalanches and the Lightnings were swept in the first round by the fucking Blue Jackets. I remember that. <laughs> fucking, I remember that game. Fucking remember that game. Fucking assholes. Kind of give me my flash, Venom flashback. I was drinking a lot that night too. All right, so basketball college. Mm-hmm. College is getting interesting right now. You got your little uh, Tennessee. Talk, talk about your Tennessee boys. Uh, well, you know, Tennessee has their ups and downs. You know, we beat number one Alabama, and we lose to unranked Kentucky. So, I don't know what to tell you about how our season goes. You know, we... You're following the, fo- uh, the football footsteps. Well, we'll be uh, probably a two-seed in the tournament, I'm thinking. Two or maybe even a three-seed. If we're a three-seed, that... We're probably in the top bracket then, to be honest. With the number one, the number one overall seed. I, I think that would honestly be what would happen. Um, so, Tennessee's doing good, but they could be doing better. I don't see them definitely winning the uh, season conference championship, but they could win the tournament conference championship. So, that's something to, you know, be forward to looking forward for them. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, March. So, yeah. but I think it's so crazy that when you look at this tournament, you've got UNC who could be out, Kentucky who, I mean, other than their two wins against Tennessee while they're ranked in the top ten uh, this year, I mean, they look like they're out. You've got Duke after Coach K. I mean, they don't look like the Duke team that we're used to seeing. Kansas is up in the top ten, the top five, really. Um, so that's a big, uh, yeah, and they got a big team that's actually you know doing well. But I mean, all your blue bloods are, you know, fading away right now. It's kind of weird. Yeah, most of the games in Kansas too. If I'm looking, Columbus for the uh, mm-hmm. March Madness games for the dates. I can't wait for that. I know. I can't wait for March Madness too. Um, there's uh there's gonna be a lot of surprise teams, I believe. Yeah, we play Texas A&M tonight. Interesting. Yep. Do you get that? Hmm? Do you get that? Hmm? Okay. I don't know if you get, if you get there or not. Um. Well, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for basketball, I guess. You know, 
It's going to get more interesting in March, guys. In March, we're going to fucking blow up. Well, it's going to get interesting in March, but it's also going to get interesting at probably around April and, and May because you're going to end up seeing where a lot of these big-name high school players are going and probably the biggest name in basketball next year in college is going to be Bronny James. I mean, biggest name. Probably not best player, but biggest name. I can see that. I can see that. And then is he going to be a one and done? Is the team going to, you know, pick him up just because his dad's, you know, wanting to play with him? There's going to be a lot of connections on that. We'll just have to see. Yeah, we'll just have to see on that. It's going to be interesting. Uh, for the last segment we've got to talk about since uh, we talked about during our NFL segment mm -hmm. is the XFL. The XFL, the so, new XFL. Yeah, the new one with uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson's actually taking over completely. And what you were telling me is that he visited two games in the he same day. He visited every game. Every game. So two games one day, two games the next day. Yep, and he flew and everything. Mm -hmm. That's crazy for me. I'm like, yep. yeah, that's, that's At awesome. At the end of one game, he flew to the next one. That's nuts. So you had uh, the Vegas Vipers. These these names are going to be interesting. Yep. Fucking awesome. Vegas Vipers at the Arlington Renegades. Yep. They, uh, the Renegades won that 22-20. to 20. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to know if I can get... Probably there, click that. Yeah. I probably had to click that, yeah. Really? <laughs> what? Fix your shit, guys. <laughs> fix, fix your shit. Hey, All right, so listen you got, to us talking. So you got Atlanta uh, Guardians. Or um, no Guardians yet. Uh, they face Houston Roughnecks. Okay. And Houston Roughnecks blew the fuck out. Okay? Yeah. 33 to 12. And they were the big team last time that uh, Houston was mm -hmm. uh, in the XFL. So, I mean, that's no surprise for them. And what I liked hearing was after they blew out Orlando and... They got their first win. The announcer goes, well, looks like they're already better than the Texans. Yep, that's <laughs> fucking great. Then you got the St. Louis Battle Hawks face the... San Antonio Brahmas. That's just... I think they're the Brahmas just because of the rock. Because he's got the Brahma Bull tattoo. And... That makes sense. That makes sense. But they uh, they lost. You know, yeah, uh... St. Louis came back to win that game. It was 15-6. Uh, really? Yes. So and then they come back. Yeah. That's crazy. And then the team I'm definitely cheering for is the Seattle Sea Dragons. You, me both. Uh, but they let DC come back. Online. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They faced DC Defenders, and it was 22 to 18 in that game. So mm -hmm. that's going to be. That was an upset game, I guess. Well, the cool thing about that game, because I kind of watched some of that game, um, Seattle was actually doing really well. The turning point was when. Security came over and took the beer snake that the DC Defenders fans were making. And the DC Defenders fans were upset. And that was right about the time that the Sea Dragons had got the ball on a punt and was down at their own, like, six-yard line, something like that. Didn't someone throw a melon? They were throwing lemons. Yeah. They got mad and started throwing lemons on the field right then at that point in time. And you can see the DC Defenders defense like, yeah, yeah, keep throwing shit at them. <laughs> you know? 
That's so bad. That's so bad. They got XFL, baby. Yeah, XFL. That, that's crazy. Don't take the beer snake next time. Let them just keep stacking that shit up. They're being respectful. They're going to recycle it. Yeah, that will hold. You know it's not thrown all over the stadium. Yeah, it's not like they're dumping the beer and everything. Yeah, they're, they're drinking just... the shit. Oh, oh, hey, think about this. That's money that they spend. They're just telling you how much money we're spending on your drink. Yeah, then that's what they're doing. There's just one guy sitting there holding the bottom, and it just keeps on going up with people holding on to it, and they just, hey, put that up there. Yep. Put it up. It's just crazy how <laughs> they should continue that. I don't know why they should have to stop that. Uh, for week two, you got the Seattle uh, Battlehawks face the Seattle Sea Dragons mm-hmm. on Thursday, the 23rd um, at 9 p.m. I don't know if I'm going to be alive in that game. Um, so that... Well, it's in Seattle, so that'll be like a 6 p.m. game for them. Yeah, but not for us, so <laughs> yeah, we'll watch it. That's why it's a Thursday night game. Uh, but that's going to be an interesting game. The way how Battlehawks won, Seattle uh, the Dragons lost, I'm going to say Dragons win this one. Uh. I don't know. To me, I think this is an interesting game because you have two quarterbacks that used to play in the NFL with Paxton Lynch and uh, A.J. McCarron. Um, so you've got two people who know how to manage an offense, manage a football game. It'll be cool to see Seattle at their home stadium for the first time this season. So hopefully that brings... What's their stadium anyways? Mm-hmm. Probably the same one as, uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, definitely. It's the Seattle yeah. Seahawks Stadium, Lumen Field Stadium. How much does it take? It? Oh my God, dude. Come on. Let's take a trip. Let's dude, take a fucking trip. The airplane ticket alone. That's going to be way more expensive. And then we got to get a place to stay, but that would be cool. Dude, that'd be so dope. I would be like, dude, I didn't That's know. That's why we need to go to the Memphis Showboats game. When USFL starts, we'll we'll do that. We'll do that. If you want to take the fucking drive to Memphis, mm-hmm. if you want just to lock up everything, yeah, fuck yeah. I, don't want to, I don't want to deal with that. We'll just see how a couple of games go in the, in hometown. See how that goes. Okay, like here's some ruckus, ruckus city shit. But uh, <laughs> we got DC defenders uh, facing the Vegas Vipers. Um, they're doing Saturday the twenty fifth. I do like Vegas Vipers little. The logo logo. Nice. that is pretty cool. The logo's nice. I'll give them that. Uh, then you have the San Antonio uh, Brahmas. Brahmas, yeah. Brahmas facing the Orlando Guardians. You got Sunday for the uh, February twenty sixth. That's mm-hmm. a four o'clock game. Um, I, I don't know. I think the Guardians might win that one. Um, I don't know. I think San Antonio wins that one. Orlando got manhandled by Houston. San Antonio should have won their game. True. And they got the Renegades and Houston Roughnecks facing Sunday yep. night. Two undefeated teams. I mean, want to know. But I don't know. Houston handled Orlando, and they were the tough team last time that they played, you know, three years ago. So That's true. What is the closest, like, what's the closest city to us? Arlington. Orlando. Arlington, Virginia. No, that's Arlington, Texas. Oh, never mind. I thought that was Virginia. <laughs> never mind. What's the closest one to us? Probably Orlando, then. Or D.C. Oh, I'm going to try D.C. See how, where, where they're playing at. D.C. Well, I know that, but I'm trying Fucking commie feel. I ain't going there. Why are we going to go there? I, I knew I had a look. I was like, yeah, I knew it was going to be there. <laughs> They're going to be playing at least, like, where at? 
Is yeah. it Cowboys? No, that's Texan Stadium. Oh, that's Texan Stadium. So you got Texas Stadium. Oh, that's crazy. So they got through. Okay. Arlington probably plays in old Texas Stadium. Well, St. Louis. I mean, St. Louis ain't that far, I guess. No, it's not that far. I mean, if we're going to go to Memphis, we could go to St. Louis. I'd rather go to St. Louis knowing that it's a lot safer than Memphis. <laughs> I'd rather go Why to St. Louis. Why do you Louis. say that? No, don't get me in that position. <laughs> St. Louis could be just as dangerous. Yeah, anywhere can be just as dangerous, but, but Memphis is dangerous. <laughs> Memphis is a whole type of dangerous. It is. It's, it's like, really dangerous. Dude, I'd rather go to the that. team's name's the showboats, so I just imagine all the gambling that's really gonna go on there. Dude, <laughs> so much money. Um, that's pretty much it for uh the XFL, and we gotta be talking about those games soon. I know. It's pretty good. awesome, man, having football almost all year long. I'm gonna figure this shit out on USFL. I'm gonna find this out. Memphis Suns see the very first game. April 15th. April 15th? 16th. Oh, no, my birthday. Oh, I forgot my birthday's on Tuesday. A fucking Tuesday. I know, mine is too. It's so stupid. On a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate it. Fucking Tuesday. Um, no, they already had the schedule and everything for April 15th. Oh, yeah, they're ready. Yeah, they're fucking ready. We'll just have to wait for them a little bit, though. Who's gonna be better, Houston Gamblers or Houston uh, Roughnecks? I like the Roughnecks. Uh, Roughnecks are harder. I like their uh, logo better. Uh, better. Oh yeah, their their logos ten times. Better. Almost I feel like, like the Houston the, Oilers. I feel like the XFL did a lot better on the logos than they did over here on the uh, like USFL. But I think they're now realizing that, and that's why the Memphis Showboats one actually kind of looks dope. Yeah, yeah, that looks real dope. I, I enjoyed it. Though. But that's pretty much it for today's episode. It better be, because that's two hours, bro. I know, dude. Two <laughs> hours. If you made it all the way to the end of this episode, give yourself another star. You know, one of those stars that we don't give out very often, and we don't collect, and it doesn't mean anything. But it means like, something. Give yourself to, something. It means something to us when you put a star on and let us know you have the star. Yes. Okay. You're a star. Yeah, you're a star. Just listen to us for two hours. You're beautiful. <laughs> you're outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's pretty much it for today's episode. Uh, I want to I want to thank you guys for coming in and uh, listen to us like always. And I know we haven't been on for the past couple of times um, this off season, but we've been busy. But we're gonna get into it now every week and giving you guys the off off season bullshit that we have to deal with while mm -hmm. football is away main football but now we have the xfl we have the usfl so it's gonna get interesting mm -hmm. so like i said it's always good to have you buddy i know two full football seasons bro oh dude i can't wait i can't wait we have two full football seasons we gotta get a new book yeah we do have to get a new book a new book we have to. But on that, you guys have a wonderful evening, morning, good afternoon. Make sure you check out the YouTube channel of Kodak Rage. We have a bunch of new videos out there for playing in, uh, enough games. So shoot a like and follow over there or a subscribe. 
whatever it is. And Shoot uh, something over there that does something good. Yeah, do, do something that helps us out. Um, but on that, uh, yeah, check you guys later, and uh, stay cheesy, my friends. See you guys.